Welcome back to the Killer Bees Nuts. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here's Joel Blank and that Jeremy Brennan guy. No, not even Joel Blank. Uh, Joel Blank's off today. He had to take a day off to recover from participating in the hot dog eating contest that was almost rained out. And, of course, if Blanker's having hot dogs, you know what's on it. Ketchup. Ketchup. Tons of ketchup, of ketchup on it. He, not, you know how Joey, chestnut, Joey uh, Chestnut? Yeah. He dips his hot dogs into water to make mm-hmm. it easier to digest. That's exactly how Blankers eats his hot dogs, except it's not water that he's viciously just, dipping the dog into. It's ketchup. That's gross. It's ketchup. Yeah, why is Blankers out today? 713-780-3776. The, the best answers we'll read on the air. 713-780-ESPN. Uh, thanks to Vinny's for bringing us pizza. Blankers not going to be happy about that. He loves him some pizza. He puts ketchup on that, too. Uh, very good pizza. They have pepperoni pizza. They have some uh, broccoli pizza. Josh Chevy was uh, telling us that uh, you guys aren't sophisticated if you've never had some broccoli on your pizza. Very good. They brought a little salad, too. Very good. Thanks so much to Vinny's Eric Sandler for hooking it all up. It is delicious. If you're in the market to buy a pizza, I highly recommend Vinny's Pizza after downing a little bit of their Yeah, affair. these breaks aren't long enough. We've, yeah, jo- Josh has done everything possible. To, to, to help us out, I'm he's trying a, to. He's a good teammate. Look, I, I have like a little bit of OCD, and like I'm out of focus on the Twitch chat, and it's driving me insane, and it's still not fixed. So I was trying to fix it instead of eat my pizza. At what point is it a you problem and not a poster problem? Well, you were out of focus. I took your poster down and it put you in focus. So now it's a me problem. Clearly, you didn't answer the question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a camera guy. Yeah, that's why we're on radio, right? We have faces for radio. The old joke, haha. Uh, let's grade these moves for the Rockets. The off-season moves that they had, free agency was hot and heavy uh, while we've been gone. Fred Van Vliet, sign him to the max, three-year deal. Reports are that it is a team option on the third year. Yep. What would you think of the uh, the player, the deal, the contract, and what's going to be Fred Van Vliet as the starting point guard for the Houston Rockets? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But look, they pay free. There's like a tax for signing free agents. There's a tax for sucking to get players to come here. So, like, it, it's a lot of money, but they also they just had to spend it. So, like, you got to spend it somewhere, and I think getting a veteran leader like Fred Van Fleet makes sense because what did we find yesterday? Oh, he's working out this offseason already with Jalen Green? That's the one Jalen Green video you're going to talk about? You want to talk about the other one? Are you going to delete it like Fox 26 and be at least you're going to put your name on it? Did they delete that? Yeah, those cowards talked about this Jalen Green video from when I think he's in high school. Look, I don't really want to get too deep into it. I didn't realize that they deleted it because I thought that I had bookmarked it on Twitter. And when I went back to look at the bookmarks, it was gone. Yeah, they deleted it. I thought it was a user error, so they deleted it. They deleted it. But my biggest issue was that like, if you want to talk about this Jalen video video that's going around, like that's you. But like for Fox 26 to put this blog out there, and then to not have the the balls to put a name on there and just put Fox 26 staff is just cowardly. Because all the people that were coming at them, like, put your name on it. Like, you want to write about that story? You want people to come after you? Like, put your name on it. Don't be a coward. Is it a surprise they went downhill since Berman? No. <laughs> I didn't I didn't open the uh, the link. I'd saved it for later. And then when later came around, it was gone. Because I, I didn't realize they had deleted it. I don't really like my biggest reaction to that 
Jalen Green video. What is this? What is this? But also, like, why is it out now? Like, I was that was the biggest question that I had because, like, is this childish? Is this immature? Like, people are gonna have people are gonna hate this. People are not. I don't know. Josh Christopher just got traded. Like, why is it out now? I don't know. Maybe he's not happy. Got traded. That could be it. Like, that was my biggest takeaway there because, like, I mean. What they're doing, some people are going to hate. Some people are not going to care. I think it's childish. I think it's immature. It doesn't change my really my my point of view on Jalen Green yeah. as a basketball player. Doesn't change anything. Yeah. My biggest question though was who leaked that? Why 100%. is that out now? Why? I think great it's a question. great. I think it's a great call. I mean, it's like it doesn't make any other sense besides it comes out right before Christopher gets traded. So it's like someone that's unhappy with the way everything's been shaken out over the last week felt like this was the right time. To put it out because besides that, like it just it honestly, it makes no sense. But Fred Van Fleet, King of Twitch, said he manhandled JC. I did like the the end that Jalen Green was on more than if if I had to pick one guy in the video who I thought came out a little bit more <laughs> dominant than the other, I would probably say Jalen Green over Josh Christopher. Are you? Did you disagree? <laughs> I just to be honest with you. I thought this would be the last thing that you would ever talk about. I assumed this video would never get touched on this show. I was, I mean, my biggest question is why is this out? Yeah. Like, I think that the Christopher, I don't want to put that on Josh Christopher. I'm not saying Josh Christopher. It could be Josh <laughs> Christopher's people. Look at me, It could Twitch. be his people. It could have been his it people. It could have been his people. Yeah, but the Jalen Green video of him with Fred Van Fleet was very encouraging for the Rocket season in 2022-23. Here's how I'll grade the brand. Look. I like the signing. Like I would have paid Fred Van Vliet max money on a two-year deal. This is this is a two-year deal. If you like him enough after his second year, well, then you're going to give him the third year. So I like this deal. I don't really care about the average annual value because you literally had to spend money. Yeah. And I'm going to look at Fred Van Vliet as a Houston Rocket if it's a success based on what he gets out of the young players. If Jalen Green becomes a dominant basketball player because of the influence of Fred Van Vliet, the contract is worth it. If Jabari Smith becomes what you know everybody thought he was going to be before the draft because of the help of Fred Van Vliet's guidance, I'm going to be incredibly happy with Fred Van Vliet. Yep. Same thing with Alpi Shingoon. So like, I'm grading this contract and Fred Van Vliet as a rocket maybe more about the young players than I actually am him. He is there, and Dylan Brooks too, they are on this team to help the young guys develop, but also to be there as conduits for Imedoka to help push the messaging of defense comes first, of being in a pro. The stuff that John Wallace talked about, where they, the Rockets players would get away with stuff that wouldn't, they couldn't get away with anywhere else. Like, that's what Fred Van Fleet is here for, is to help lead this team into a more mature and grown up direction. Look, Jalen Green of like the three guys we just mentioned, like he's one of the only ones that can legally buy alcohol now. Like they're they're children. <laughs> they're they're children. That and is like, wild. Like he just turned twenty one. Jabari Smith is like nineteen. Maybe he's twenty now. Mm-hmm. Shangun is young. So like you need vets on this team to like lead them into the future. It's about the next two years, and then when it comes time to pay these guys, that they're ready to take the next step. The other thing I like about the Van Fleet and the Dylan Brooks contract, and we'll get into Brooks here in a second. They both are tradable assets in terms of the fact that, like, when you're trying to chase that superstar player in a year or two, because I'll throw it out there. Let's say Giannis is available. Like, do I find it weird timing that, like, the Milwaukee Bucks minority owner is bailing with two years left on Giannis's deal? No, it's because I think he knows that Giannis is not going to stay in Milwaukee. 
So, like, if Giannis were available, it's going to cost you a ton of money, and having contracts like Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Fleet for future moves helps. Like, it helps for the now. It helps develop your players. You had to spend the money. It's good. It gives you a leader on your basketball team that you just, like, so sorely needed in Fred Van Fleet. Like, is he a great basketball player? No. He's actually one of the most inefficient shooters in the NBA. (laughs) But you don't need him for that. He's there to distribute and lead this team. Yeah, Ocho's saying I don't like the makeup of this roster. They still don't have enough shooting. I would say that's 100% true. And they probably, phase three, is that they they add that shooting. I don't agree or disagree. I'm somewhere in the middle. Mm. There is not enough shooting on this roster right now because the guys who are the shooting aren't good enough yet. Like, if you had, like, yes, Dylan Brooks can't shoot. He's like 35% spot up three. That's where you want him the most. Fred Van Fleet is highly inefficient. But your shooters are Jabari Smith Jr., Alperen Shingun, and Jalen Green. Like your bench depth sucks. Yeah. But like you're starting your 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 main shooting on offense comes from these guys and their development. If you don't have shooters, you have bigger problems. Because Jalen Green, that's what he's supposed to do. Jabari Smith, like that's what he's supposed to do, is put the ball in the bucket. So like that to me is where like yes they didn't add shooters, but like in theory. You have them. They just haven't developed. I think a lot of it, too, is shot selection. And if, like, Ime Adoka is this great disciplinarian and he's going to get the team to do what his demands are, like, that's that's part of the knock on Silas. I think that can elevate these guys as shooters, too. Because, like, you mentioned the Dylan Brooks, the numbers aren't good. When he's catch and shoot, he's over 35%. When he's doing stuff off the dribble, he's, like, under 30%. So, like, what shots is Dylan Brooks taking going to be critical with him as a shooter? Same thing with Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. off the ball, off the dribble, you know, doing what he's doing as a point guard, taking these threes, a lot of times desperation threes, jacking up threes, it leads to a lower three-point shooting percentage. Him as a catch and shoot guy is over 40%. So, like, is can he be a guy that's only catch and shoot? Will he listen uh, to to Ime Adoka? So a lot of that is like shot selection. I don't think that there's great shooting on this team. I think that you can kind of doctor the numbers a bit based on taking good shots. So let's see how good Ime Adoka is as a coach, getting the most out of his players, and how much they're willing to listen to Ime Adoka uh, when it comes to that. You mentioned the Dylan Brooks signing as well. Four years, eighty million, all guaranteed. Again, I don't have any problem with the AAV whenever you need to spend $50 million. The length is further than I would have liked. I don't like that this deal goes four years. That's something that you know, rubs me the wrong way. Saying that, though, I like that they reverse escalated it where you're paying them a higher average annual salary in year one than year four. It's, it goes the other way. It starts at its highest year two. It goes down a little bit. Year three goes down a little bit more. Year four is the lowest it's ever going to be, according to reports. So if it is indeed a reverse escalator contract, I think that Rafael Stone did the best he could with a four-year deal. Secondly, I feel like Dylan Brooks is getting dragged on the timeline because he had a bad series against the Lakers. Like, that was not a great look for him. LeBron kind of exposed him, did all that stuff. I understand he's not a great shooter. Dylan Brooks is a second-team All-NBA defense. The Houston Rockets last year had the third-worst defense in terms of opponents' points per game of anybody in the league. So if there's one area that could turn the Rockets, not even turn around the Rockets, but that can help them more than anything else, is just flat-out perimeter defense. And they got the best perimeter defender that was available in free agency. So in terms of trying to cover up a weakness on the team last year, Dylan Brooks fits the bill when it comes to that. I think it's a good fit for what Ime Adoka wants. I think it's a good fit for a team that desperately needs perimeter defense. I don't love that it went four years, 
But to cover it up a little bit, I like that Stone did the reverse escalator. It's a, He's a tone setter. Like, when Ime talks about, like, defense comes first, you're talking about Jalen Green, who's played none. Alperen Shingun, who's been minimalistic in his defensive effort. Jabari had an up and down, I think, defensive first year as a rookie. Like Dylan Brooks, he's a tone setter. Like, like he's just there to play great defense. Like, that's what you really need him to be. He could be, like, I, mean, I don't know if it's probably too extreme of an example, but, like, he could be almost like what Tony Allen was back in the day yep. for that Memphis team and, the, and those Celtics team. Like, he is there to set the tone and lock down the best defender. Because if, if you want the Rockets to be good, who's guarding Kevin Durant? It's going to be it's going to be him. It's going to be Dylan Brooks. You have an answer. Who yeah. was it last year? KJ Martin? Uh Jay Sean Tate when he was cool. healthy. Like like that's what you're talking about? Like you have an elite score, at least you have someone now that's got a prayer yeah. against some of these elite scores. It's just it's not the best contract in the world. Right. It's stunning to see Dylan Brooks four years 80 million, a guy that the Memphis Grizzlies publicly were like we're not bringing this dude back. But, like, their solution to their problems is bringing Derrick Rose. It's like, what do they know? <laughs> well, yeah, that's telling, you know, John not to do the gun thing anymore. Um, one other thing, Dylan Brooks with the – J.J. Redick was talking about Dylan Brooks. When we get to that on the other side and what he could bring to this Rockets team, a couple of the other moves, too, that haven't been looked at in glowing ways when it comes to this fan base. And, and are, are you good with Rockets free agency? 713-780-3776. Do you think they missed something? They still have $23 million in cap space. Could another move still be made? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. ESPN 97.5. You've chosen wisely. Hell yeah. Turn down for what? Houston, you're live in the hive with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Brenham on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, Blanker's not here today. Joe George is in his stead. Uh, 5873, Joel is doing honeydews. Hmm. So I just saw him frustrated. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, looking around Sugarland Home Depot. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 5873, that's did you, the winner. Uh, did you? We weren't looking for real reasons. We were looking for funny reasons. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Someone found the real reason, I think, and it's funny that they saw him doing that. I want to know if five eight seven three like uh, approached blankers. Hey man, why aren't you on the radio right now? Yeah, well, what are you up to later this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you supposed to be on the air right now? Are you going to the Astros game that begins at three oh five? Nothing, nothing. Bottom of the first. Dummies. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Uh, Marisha Dubon, team MVP, first half of the season. Um, oh, let's go. <laughs> why is Blankers not here today? Funny answers only. Wrong captions only. 713-780-3776. We were just talking off the air. Who's going to ask Jalen Green about that video on Media Day? I don't think anybody's going to ask him. I would bet money. In fact, if we were handicapping it, I would have no one ask Jalen Green that question at minus 200. I could see. See, this is where I disagree. There is going to be people in the media that have good enough relationships with Jalen that Jalen's going to maybe want to say something. Maybe so. Like, so it's like they're going to like do them a favor. I could see like, that. Like, hey, like, that's you a want good to, call. You want to talk about this? Like, people are just speculating, like, people are making accusations or they're just saying crazy out of pocket things. 
So, like, could someone do them a favor and kind of make them talk about it? It's one of those, hey, let's let's address this, let's answer this, let's get it out of the way, I and mean, it's never going to come up again. I would say there's a better chance that it gets asked about in, like, uh, one-on-one with, like, Kelly or, like, Fagan yeah. like, in an article. And when there's no audio or there's no video. Probably better not to have that. Yeah, and it's more like a one-on-one setting, like, if it ever gets talked about. That's, that's a great call. That's a great call. I think that's the only way it's going to happen. Um, I love the Jock Landell signing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Man. Thirty-two million, four years, first Two, year is the only one guaranteed. I, I, I am a man that admits my faults. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of the NBA all the time. I mostly Same. focus on like the Rockets and the and Same. the Bulls. Only team I'll watch in the regular season is the Rockets. I won't even watch national games. I will watch NBA playoff basketball. I didn't know who he was. I knew. <laughs> I'll I be knew. With you. I knew who he was, but I didn't know his name. Yeah, no, say, I think that's what it is. Because I remember seeing him in the playoffs and being like, yes. I like this guy's motor. Who's this guy? And then I saw when I, when I saw the Rockets sign Jock Landell, I had to Google who's Jock Landell. And I was like, oh, it's the hustle guy for the Suns. Yeah. And I love it. I, I, I went on a YouTube deep dive, and I was like, okay. Now, YouTube's tough because they only show like the good things you do in life. Yeah. But overall, I was like, yeah. I, this seems like a good backup to Alpi. I think it's a. I think it's look, and I, I do believe the rumors that Brooke Lopez like either gave him his word or they were far down the line because I do think that the trade with Atlanta was to try to clear the space for Lopez and then sign and trade for Dylan Brooks. Okay, did they get anything back in that deal? I think so. What second round picks, right? Is that what they got? Because like Shams, that's when Twitter was broken. Oh yeah, and, and everybody Shams, was uh, rate exceeded or whatever. Shams said that they've been traded to the Atlanta Hawks. Oh yeah, but then he never tweeted out what they got back. I think they got back. Uh, I think they got. Oh, they they got the draft rights of a guy named Alpha. <laughs> oh great! Yeah, they did for real. For real, they got they got the draft rights of a guy named Alpha. I don't know if they actually got picks back or not. I don't think that they did. As as a matter of fact, now that you mention it, I think they got the draft rights of an international guy named Alpha, okay, which I great. prefer it over Beta. To be honest, yeah. I like that they got Alpha back instead of Beta, Jalen Green and Josh Christopher. Yeah. Um, the per 36 minutes for Jock Landell were really good. His per 36 minutes, and again, he was behind DeAndre Ayton, who's a max guy, so he's not going to see a lot of minutes. But if you give him per 36 minutes, it's nearly 17 points a game, and it's nearly 10 and a half rebounds a game. Hmm. I think this is, I think this is a really under the radar, solid pickup. And the fact that they got him on a one—it's a one-year deal with three player with three team options because they gave him a four-year deal. Only the first one's guaranteed. They can just pick it up or not after the first year. I like this move a lot. I think that Jock Landale is going to be a fan favorite in Houston. I think they've done a really good job of just giving themselves flexibility for the now and for the future. And one of the things we talked about with a guy like Brooke Lopez was how he fits in with Alpi. You know, like what what is Alpi's role if Brooke Lopez is your starting center? If, with 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 the with Jock signing, you don't have to worry about that. It's there's a clear pecking order. Alper and Shingun's your starting center. Like you you don't have to stress about where every all the pieces fit. Actually, the way that they've constructed their roster over the weekend, it makes a lot of sense. Like I know a lot of people are unhappy that they pretty much got nothing for a bunch of first round picks. Like they they wasted first round picks. Now for sure, Josh Christopher, Garuba, Ty Ty. Like they just they got basically like a couple seconds and a guy named Alpha. It sounds like back. Yeah, they got Alpha back, like which the, I don't think they ever think he's going to be a Houston Rocket. So like they didn't really they they wasted these draft picks, and I get why people are upset about it from that point of view. Of like they could have had other players, but 
I like the roster as is. It's constructed in a way that just like makes sense. Like I, I see the rotation when you look at it. I see your starting five of Van Fleet and then Jalen, Dylan Brooks, Jabari, Shingoon. I like your bench pieces. It seems like KPJ is going to be here to stay. Like unless there is one more move with all this cap space you have, like, and there could be. I don't really know what it would be though. Like you have twenty three million. I think they need to spend like ten of that. I I believe to like get to where they're above the the threshold they need to be. But like they've done a solid job. What are they next year? A better basketball team. I think they're much better than they were a year ago. He made an upgrade. You got an upgraded point guard. You get development of Jalen. You get development of Jabari. You get development of Alpi. You're better across the board there, and you have a better bench. Kevin Porter Jr. Look, I'm intrigued to see what Kevin Porter Jr. looks like on the wing and not handling the ball. I'm intrigued to see. I think Jock Landell is going to be a fan favorite. What does he look like playing 20 to 25 minutes a game as opposed to 12 uh, behind Aiton? I'm I'm very intrigued by that. And he can shoot a little bit, too. Like He's a guy that has three-point range at the five, so that's intriguing. Uh, In terms of players that are still out there that maybe the Rockets could go after, I know Grant Williams is somebody that's available. It doesn't look like Boston could really match a deal on him because they don't have a ton of money. So maybe Grant Williams, if Ime Adoka likes him, maybe. We'll His see. His market is stalled out. It yeah, it's like interesting. Because the, the res- all the big names are gone. The restrictive free agent market's really not been what it used to be. Like, no one challenged the Lakers for Austin Reeves. Grant Williams yeah. is just sitting there. Like, it seems like the, it's working. Like the, like, the reason why you make guys restrictive free agents so they are more likely to stay with the team they were on it seems like that's working because it feels like in the past, Grant Williams would have got like a crazy offer that the Celtics would have been forced to either make two or three moves to keep him or just like let him go. Right. Like, I'm surprised that it's free agency has been open for what, five days now? I think the reason Whatever that it's, it is. I think the reason that it's difficult is because teams are scared that if they sign a player to an offer sheet, the other team can stall. What is the period? I think it's like 10 days. No, I, ew, it's like only three days now. Even the three days, I think, is enough for them to balk. Because it used it. to be seven. Look, how many, how, many, how many of the top 20 free agents were gone in the first 48 hours? So if you have a three-day holding period where you're seeing if the other team's going to match, yeah, it, it, it prevents you. you from doing literally anything else. Yeah. So the restricted free agents are almost in the second wave of free agency. Like you, All your big names are going in the first 48 hours, and then the restricted free agents go after that. Like, I mean, Maury was a genius when he did the poison pill, even though Jeremy Lin was overrated. Omar Ashik was fine. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really see teams doing that a whole lot anymore because I think they're scared of losing out on that time. And then if they match the offer, well, then they don't have any players. And the free agency pool has shrunk. Uh, the trades that he made, Rafael Stone, I think, like you said, I think it's a horrible, horrible way of asset management. Like, you have first-rounder in Josh Christopher. You have a first-rounder in Garuba. You have a first-rounder in Ty Ty Washington. Like to get to get very little for any of those guys it seems like a failure, but none of these guys, in my opinion, are rotational pieces on an NBA team. I don't yeah. think Ty Ty Washington has the athleticism or the size to be a good NBA player. Josh Christopher, I don't think, is like an NBA rotational player. Garuba maybe is like a, a backup center, backup four around the league, maybe. But none of these players are any good. Like maybe it's a failure more for Fellstone drafting late first round. I think it's a huge indicator that it's really hard to hit on draft picks like after the twentieth pick of the NBA draft. Yeah, KJ Martin trade I didn't like because I like KJ Martin. I was that's the only one I was disappointed with. Now they upgraded the position though. Like they signed Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is better than KJ Martin, and Dylan Brooks is criticized for his shooting. Dylan Brooks had a better three point shooting percentage than KJ Martin did last year. So I don't love giving away KJ Martin. I would have rather traded Tate. 
and kept KJ to be in that wing rotation. It also seems like it's about the going rate for a wing who's a little bit like unsure if he's an NBA starter. The Knicks traded Obi Toppin to Indiana for two seconds. The same exact trade that KJ Martin netted with the Clippers. So yeah, and then Kelly Eco put in a report that teams that have called about Jay Shante have been given the impression that he's a going to be a big part of Ime's future. That like he likes Jay Shante. Yeah, which like. I guess I disagree, but like it is what it is. Like you have a new head coach, he's going to make those decisions. I can see why he likes him. I don't like him. Yes, because he's like you know a junkyard dog. He's going to do all the you know the the grunt work. He's going to defend. Yeah, but you had that Dylan Brooks, and Tate can't really provide anything else offensively. He's so. just going to be Dylan Brooks light and be coming off the bench. Yeah, like it's going to be he's your Dylan Brooks for the second unit, pretty yeah. much. Right. Is what he is, which is fine. Like. I would have preferred they try to find a way to move KPJ and keep KJ Martin. Yeah. Like it but of all the moves, it's really the only one that like I really question. There weren't a, there weren't a lot of minutes for KJ Martin there and he was in the final year of a deal, so it's kind of like you have to make a decision now type of thing. I don't I would have kept Martin over Tate. Don't love the return, but it seems to be the going rate. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six, the HRMP listener line. Why the face Wednesday is next. Killer B's ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. You've been enjoying ESPN 97.5. Time for you to tell a friend about this place. What is this place? What is this place? What is this place? What is this place? Anyone can have a hot take on sports. You're going to continue to be a bunch of soft, underperforming, tattooed millionaires? But that's not what these guys are about. Joel and Jeremy are real, actual human beings, guys that have lives, families, and feelings and stuff. So it's WTF Wednesday. WTF, why the phase? Where these guys let you in on their non-sports interests, goals, and dare I say it, dreams. But more than likely, they're going with all of the WTF moments of the past week. It's WTF Wednesday. Why the phase? With the Killer Bees. Yeah, no blankers today. He is, uh, he's not here. Key from L.A. says that Blankers is in L.A. cheating on the Astros at a Dodgers game. I don't know if that is true or false. Cannot confirm or deny. Where's Blankers today? 713-780-3776. Wrong captions early or only. What do we have for uh, Why the Face Wednesday, Joe George? Did you see this uh, NBA? It was at Dropping Dimes 20. The amateur NBA analyst. Did you see this story? Uh, I did not. This random Twitter account with no picture. With, oh, I did see this. This dude was dropping major bombshells before Woj hours. I mean, he had the Fred Van Vliet signing hours and hours before anyone else. But this, then it was my minutes, favorite story of NBA free agency. But then 20 minutes before NBA free agency officially opened, he tweeted, or she, my legacy is never on the line because I am him. I guess it's he. Know that. Deleted this account. Gone forever. <laughs> so this random account, like, who was the guy from the Nuggets that went to the Pacers? Oh, Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, Bruce Brown. He had the Bruce Brown signing way before anyone else. Way before it was official. He had Van Vliet to uh, the Rockets. Yeah, way before it was official. It just it then just vanished. Did you see that it came back? It did come back? So he, like, it was it was open, I think. This is whenever everybody's, like, rate was being exceeded on Twitter, so it was weird. And I think I DVR'd an Astros game, so I was staying off of Twitter one night, too. 
So I'm pretty sure, because I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this, I'm pretty sure that he deleted it because everybody thought that Woj got him. Like, it was the internet conspiracies. Yeah, they're like, Woj, Woj got him. Woj canceled him. Yeah, Woj canceled him. He's like, they, they can't have a guy breaking news on Twitter that's not me. But he came back, and he would randomly, like, drop news and then deactivate his account. Yeah. So you could still see it, but his account was deactivated. So what's your conspiracy theory? Remember this happened on Reddit a few years ago? Yeah. Remember this happened on Reddit a few years ago? It was a guy who was working, was in the Golden State front office? Yeah. Like, he was kind of like an, a, like an assistant to the assistant to the assistant of the regional manager He's type an of intern, deal. basically. And he was leaking NBA stuff, and he, like, was in the Golden State front office, I believe. I believe it was something like that would be my theory, is that he was, you know, either with a team or more likely with an agency. Yes. It was... That's what I was thinking, too. Or it could be someone, because I figured it wouldn't be someone directly, like, in the front office mm-hmm. uh, for the NBA, actually, like, on the, uh, the official side of, like, NBA ops, because, like, these contracts wouldn't legally be coming in yet. So, like, he wouldn't know that far in advance that Van Fleet, that Van Fleet was um, going to be a rocket. But it's definitely someone, I think agency is, like, top choice. And then that's where I think Woj did get that person killed. I think he got him killed. Like, it's like Woj went to the agency and was like, hey, someone within your agency is leaking information 10 hours before. I get it first. That person's fired. <laughs> like, I mean. I-, I love this stuff, though, because, like, you don't know what to believe. This is why Twitter rumors exist. This is why Reddit rumors exist. Like, is this the next Reddit guy who actually had stuff? Is this the latest Twitter guy that actually had this? Or is he a fraud like Sour Patch and he has no idea what he's talking about? Yeah. It's, it's 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 awesome. That's why I love sports rumors. Yeah, I mean, because the Reddit stuff is like is pretty incredible when it actually happens. Yeah, it's like is this Bill Belichick on Reddit breaking uh, news? Uh, Drake kind of crushed the Rockets. He did. Yeah. What did he call him? He comes like Ch- Chinese basketball team. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, he called him one of the teams in the in the Chinese basketball league. Yeah, that's tough. Why did he Why did he do that though? Because Fred's leaving Toronto. So he was bad. Oh, he was mad at the only the only like real team that Drake is like actually a fan of, not a fake team. Are we going to be getting Drake now? I hope not. So you don't want to acquire Drake in the trade? No, you in the signing. Drake did host one of his celebrity softball games at uh, Trader Park, which is formerly Cougar Field. Really? Yeah. Why? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, he had a celebrity softball game over on the campus of U of H two, three, four years ago. Something like that. Interesting. Yeah, you didn't go. Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't waste my time with that stuff. I didn't even go to like the JJ Watt ones. I think there's a video of him like on, uh, like with a U of H jersey oh. at the celebrity game. No wonder they can't win a title. Drake, Drake. Drake's cursed. Do you want me to read what he said to yes. Fred Van Vliet? Okay. He said, my lookalike, the love is forever. Thank you for your character and your contributions over the years. The city will never forget. Good luck with the everything on the Gong Dong Dragons. <laughs> I mean the Rockets. <laughs> There's no way you said that, right? Can we, can we reach? Here's the thing. Can we somehow cancel him, though? Oh, we canceling Drake? Why, why are the Rockets called that? Because they're formerly Yao's team. Is that where? Mm. Is that what he's doing? Is that what Drake's doing? That might be fair. That might be fair. He, he now, if he called it the Shanghai Sharks, I would say no doubter. Yeah. But the fact that he didn't call it the Shanghai Sharks, I'm, I think we're going to let Drake off the hook. What's funny Some is he actually fire. has a condo out here. Actually, he spends a lot of time here in Houston. Everyone loves. I Houston. wonder how many condos he has around the country. 
Oh, I would. They bet. make stupid money. Do you see like Taylor Swift's like tour? She's going to make like what is it, five hundred million dollars yeah. on this tour? She's going to be like a billionaire when the tour is over. If you had five hundred million dollars, you could have a million dollar home in five hundred different cities. I know that's not how it works. All you finance people, are, well, you know, mortgage and you know, taxes. You know what I mean? You can have a lot of houses in a lot of cities if you're making five hundred million dollars on one single tour. Like I just, how often do you have to go to a city to have a house? I mean, if you're really, really rich, once. Yeah. Once a year, instead of staying in a hotel, you're staying in your house. I guess you have like Hulu, like, so your your internet, your streaming TV service travels. You think they go like? You think they Airbnb those places? Like, is there a rich person Airbnb? Wow. Now you're that's next level because like only like Taylor Swift would have access to like Drake's. Penthouse. See, that's next level. Like, this is some Elvis Presley type stuff because now if like your Airbnb in Taylor Swift's Houston condo, that would do numbers. That would do huge business. But like, I Huge feel like, business. But like, people like you and I would never be able to afford that. But like, is there a rich person Airbnb? Like, I know there's a rich person. Oh, sure. There's like a famous person Tinder. Let's look, look at, uh, is there? I've heard there is. Huh. Like, there's a Hold on. app for people that are looking. Can I just like Google right now Houston and then the most expensive Airbnb? Oh, probably. Like, I imagine that there's pro- they're probably pretty expensive, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like Airbnb is like a total ripoff. We're, we're going to Chicago. And, Airbnb. Why is Airbnb catching strays all of a sudden? I mean, I like it, but like they put so many. Some of these places put so many rules. The point was to be cheaper than a hotel. They're the not anymore, and they're not. And they no. have these rules and regulations, and it's like I might as well just stay. Everyone comes up with these great ideas to like save us all money, and then it backfires. Like, are, are Uber still cheaper than uh, taxis? Debatable. Right? Depends, on, depends on what time of day. Honestly. Where do you find a taxi? It's true. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time driving to like a like you go to a ball game at Minute Maid, and like you see taxis driving around. I can't remember the last time I've seen a taxi. Like, I, when's the last time you saw a taxi in Houston? But was ta- was Houston a big taxi city? Because uh, every every big I mean, before Uber, yeah, every big city is a little bit different. Right? There's always like, a lot at the uh, like the airports. Sure, that's different. I guess you see them at the airports. I can't find the most expensive Uber. This filter system's not user-friendly for trying to look it up in 15 seconds. I mean, not Uber. Uh, Airbnb. Um, what do you think about LeBron James? I don't know what this means. I'm I'm uneducated sometimes. That we should give him status to Rich Paul? Because he got $390 million for like Draymond Green, Fred, and someone else. Like king status, goat status. He also said that we had to address him as the CEO of Clutch Sports. Do you make people do that, Jeremy, when they interview Hold on. Who, LeBron's doing this? LeBron said, Rich Paul, we have to give him him status, which I don't really know what that means. Basically, he's saying give Rich Paul the His crown. He's, as far he's as the like best he, agent? Yes. That's Thank basically you. what that that's means. That's what I thought it meant. But then Rich Paul in an interview said that he has to, he asked people to address him as the CEO of Clutch Sports, Rich Paul. Like, remember, what was it? Was it Prime did that? Oh, yeah. It was Coach a, Prime? It was on a commercial. No, I don't know how no, real no. it was. No, no. Oh, he, that's right in the interview. He did it in a, a press conference. That's right. He did. Do you make people, like, say, Jeremy Branham hosted the Killer Bees and Voice of the Kooks? You don't? You don't do that? <laughs> Is that not normal behavior? If someone goes, hey, are you Jeremy Branham? No, I'm Jeremy Branham. I am a host of the Killer Bees and Voice of the Kooks. No. In fact, I, <laughs> I'm i a little bit... Antisocial, to be completely honest with you. No, Does that not surprise you? No, I'm very antisocial. 
So you don't like when people come up to you? I mean, I'm friendly. Yeah. I'm friendly. But it's kind of awkward. Hey, you're the guy that I listen to every day. Cool, you're Jimmy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just awkward. It can be. It's awkward. Yeah. My favorite though is when we're on remotes and people come up to us and we're clearly on the air. I don't I don't look, I don't mind it. I I like the conversation. I never seek it out. You're just socially awkward. I never seek it out. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm socially awkward. Well, is that what you said? <laughs> no. What did you say? That's not at all what I said, Joe George. What did you say? I said I'm antisocial, not I socially mean, awkward. What's the difference? Socially awkward and antisocial are very different. I don't think so. Antisocial no, is this is semantics. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Antisocial is one that does not like to socialize. Socially awkward is one who fails to be excelling okay. in the social setting. That is a massive difference. All right, you win. You're a jerk. <laughs> I'm not. I forgot what you said. Oh, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Uh, why the face Wednesday got extra why the face a little bit towards the end of the segment. Uh, 713-780-3776. Have you eaten the amount of hot dogs in your life that Joey Chestnut ate yesterday? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. ESPN 97.5.com. Oh, no. Why are the brakes out? Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. I do not understand why this uh, hot dog eating contest is uh, such a big deal. It almost got rained out yesterday. How? Does, which, how, how? What's that? You eat food. Yeah, maybe in the age of technology, in the age of 2023, that we can figure out a way to eat hot dogs inside. Yeah. Maybe that is possible. Crazy. But they endured. Did you see this? They were able to, they were able to, after the weather delay, after all of the adversity, they were able to power through yeah. and hold the hot dog eating contest outside and Joey Chestnut again. Again, flexed on everybody else. I think he ran away and won this. I saw tweets that he ran away and won this. I've never watched this. Never? Hot dog. No. I think it is so stupid. I watched when Ken Hoffman and Pendergast. Oh, that's right. They were the judges once. They were ju- and they screwed it up. Did they? I didn't watch. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I think Hoffman screwed it up. I could be wrong. I remember and something about that. He might come after that. me if I said that. I remember wrong. something about I'm the cow being off. I think there's something. I think... At one spot in time, he wrote a story for SportsMap.com about it. Yeah, I remember something about the count being off. Yeah, but I you think know. they were, and I think they were behind, not ahead. So, which I think is, if you're judging the hot dog eating contest, like if they're at dog sixty, you'd rather be at fifty eight. Would you rather shoot low or high for the judge? Uh, you probably have to do it low. It's kind of like... I'd rather be low if I'm the judge. I'd rather... I don't want to give them credit for 67. No, you can't. And they've only had 63. It's almost like the uh, being 
the stat guy for football. Like, you never give them the yard line until they've achieved that yard line. Yeah. Like, you can't give them the goal line until they've achieved the goal line. Mm-hmm. So even if it's at the half-yard line, well, you only got to the one. Sorry. You didn't get to the goal line. So it's kind of like that for me. Could, have you eaten as many hot dogs in your life, 62, that Joey Chestnut ate yesterday? Yes. I don't think I'm anywhere close. I'm going to blow your mind right now. There is a story on ESPN mm-hmm. written by Michelle Steele. Okay. Not that long ago. And it might have been, I don't know if this is from this year or from last year. It says the average American, average American, eats a staggering amount of hot dogs per year. Hot dogs are a staple of many American summers, but how many does the average U.S. citizen eat per year? According to ESPN reporter Michelle Steele, Americans eat on average 70 hot dogs a year. Oh, yeah. No, I don't believe it. There's no way the average American eats 70 dogs a year. How many dogs do you eat a year? It sounds like you eat more dogs than me because I don't think I've eaten 67 in my life. I mean, probably somewhere around 30. 30 a year? Well, it depends on how many Tuesday Astros games I go to. <laughs> Fair. I mean, dollar dog night changes the equation. So you said 70 was yeah. the... Uh... They said that's the average. 70? That's like... That's a hot dog. How often is that eating a hot dog? Well, the thing is, no one eats one hot dog. That's one dog every fifth day. So yep. that's like eating. That's like eating hot dogs, though, for dinner once a week. Like how many? How many hot dogs do you eat at a time? Two tops. I'll never eat more than two. Yeah, I'm usually two. I like one with uh, chili and cheese. I like one that's not with chili. And so cheese. then you're saying like you're eating that'd be a having hot dogs for dinner once every like two weeks, at least because you're eating two at a time, at least. Yeah, there's no way the average American eats 70 hot dogs a year. I eat hot dogs maybe twice a year. I wonder if this stat is skewed and if like it's they include other things other than hot dogs in this. I category. was just about to ask. I wonder if they're including corn dogs in that as well. Like, do you include corn dogs? Do you include I wouldn't. I wouldn't include corn dogs with a hot dog count. I, I think hot I take is maybe it's a hot take. Corn dogs are better than hot dogs. Cash it or trash it. Hmm. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cash it and trash it. Oh, it like, seems like you're talking out both sides of your mouth there a little bit. Like, I'll the, trash it. I don't I'm, know, I'm, man. I'm trashing it. Like at a, at a rodeo, at the rodeo, much better. Corn dogs elite, elite. But like anywhere else, it's not. It's basically a fried hot dog. Yeah, but like anywhere else, the corn dog's not good. Besides, like at a rodeo or some kind of event like that. It's very specific. Is a hot dog good anywhere else than a, an event like that? I can make a hot dog at home, and it's great. So you, you go out and you buy the... Sometimes. The weenies? Sometimes. I don't think I've bought weenies since... Maybe a crawfish bowl. We literally... I think I had hot dogs, like, last week. Like, we don't often really? do that. We don't often do that, but, like, once every other month, like, we'll probably have hot yeah. dogs for dinner. See, Dick Willie brings up the brats. I'll make brats at home more than I make hot dogs at home. Yeah, I mean, and I haven't made a brat probably illegal. two years. Brats are so good. I love brats. Yeah, brats, Italian sausage, like that's always my go-to. I mean, I don't really do unless. Well, I'm def- maybe it's not thirty anymore because if I don't go, if I don't go for dollar dog night, I'm gonna I'm gonna go like brat at a Astros game. Brats are great. I love brats, but like, I don't believe that stat at all. I don't believe brats are hot dogs either. No, they're not. You can't call. You can't count a brat into the seventy hot dog count, in my opinion. Um. See, honestly, I almost think like a chili cheese dog doesn't count. Oh, uh, like it's just, it's like it's it. There's so it's so different than a normal hot dog. Like it shouldn't count towards like this supposed average seventy. 
It's not the same thing. I don't know, man. It's doctoring <laughs> I up. You know, I know. It's doctoring up a hot dog. I know. I know. What's the weirdest thing you find in your hot dogs? I don't, I'm pretty. I'm a basic you hot ever, dog eater. You ever put queso on a hot dog? No. It's good. No. It's very good. I think the, the most exotic I've ever gotten with a hot dog is probably a Chicago dog. Really? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I've been pretty like chili cheese, ketchup. I don't. I, here's another hot dog hot take. I don't like the sweet relish. I wish we saw dill relish way oh, more no. than sweet relish. I'm good with that. I'm not a sweet relish guy. Why do we go? Why? Why? Whenever you go to an Astros game or any baseball game, why is sweet relish the only relish there? Why isn't there dill relish? Dill relish is far superior. I agree, and it, it annoys me. I just never go with it because I want the dill relish. Dill relish that. is so That's much a good better. T- no, I'm fine with that take. See, Austin T, I'm embarrassed now how many I eat because when you asked if you ate that many in your lifetime, I'm like, of course. RJ, on the other hand, I haven't eaten a hot dog in twenty plus years. I mean, I I pro- I definitely have eaten way more than sixty eight hot dogs or whatever it was. Eight seven way five more. five. Does barbecue sausage links consider a hot dog? No. Yeah, I don't think it's even close because it's sausage. It's not the same. That thing that J Bar M brought the other day was that their their version oh, of the corn dog, but corn it had dog. the sausage link in the corn yeah, dog. That was that was elite. That was the best yes. corn dog, a hot dog, whatever you want to call it, I've had in my life. Yeah, I that agree. was so good. Uh, is he an a- is Joey Chestnut an athlete? Joey Chestnut is as much an athlete as you are an athlete. Well, no, he's not an athlete. I mean, I couldn't eat sixty eight hot dogs. Cool. He couldn't drink iced coffee and eat a cheese pizza at the same. He probably could do that. He probably, I'm not could drinking do both. I, I basically have let this coffee get ruined. Joey Chestnut is not an athlete. Okay, he can do a How circus many? freak really well. Does not make him an but athlete. But he doesn't do just one time. Ty- are tightrope walker, uh, walkers athletes? No. Are people who feed the seals at Sea World athletes? He doesn't, he doesn't just do one thing. Okay, he eats a lot of food. Okay, look, listen to some of these records. Tell me when you're like really grossed out. I mean, stop at hot dogs. Hard, stop at sixty-two hot dogs. One hundred and forty-one hard-boiled eggs in stop. eight minutes. <laughs> 141 hard at oh, eight minutes. I like I like hard boiled eggs. If I eat more than two, yeah. I want to throw up. 55 glazed donuts in eight minutes. That sounds like a good time. 45 pulled pork sandwiches in 10 minutes. How many? 45. I wonder how big those sandwiches are. That, Still, 53 bite sized. 53 soft shell beef tacos from Taco Bell. In 10 minutes. Stop it. Are those the Dos Locos? <laughs> no, just the normal ones. A hundred, a hundred and twenty-one Twinkies in six minutes. I don't think I eat this stuff in my life. He's eating more in one sitting than Here I'll eat this stuff in my life. I'm being dead serious. This is one you eat because I know you love them very much. Wings. 413 chicken wings in 12 hours. That's probably more than I eat in a year. 12 hours of eating? That's a, that's a, he's an athlete. I wonder this. He's not an athlete. <laughs> Stop saying the circus freak is an athlete. He's not twenty five and a half. You're ice insulting cream, athletes. Twenty five and a half ice cream sandwiches in six minutes. Athlete. Stop it. Why? How does he avoid the brain freeze? Great question. <laughs> he sticks his tongue at the top of his mouth. The roof of that's how you stop brain freeze. Thirty two Big Macs. Stick Mac. your tongue at the roof of your mouth. Thirty two Big Macs in thirty eight minutes. That's gross. That's less than one a minute. That's probably his least. Amazing feat. Yeah, but you're talking about two patties, three buns for each one of those That's, things. But still, it's less than one a minute. And you know how much of a disaster Big Macs are to eat. But he's like swallowing hot dogs probably what? How long does it take him to eat one hot dog? 
Uh, seconds. So how many is he doing? I don't even in a know minute? how long they go for. So he's probably doing like at least five hot dogs a minute. Yeah. At least. How is he only doing less than one Big Mac a minute? Do you like tamales? Love tamales from Granny's and Humble. A hundred and two tamales in twelve minutes. That's a lot of masa. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, it's so much masa. Uh, last one here. This one sounds really gross. This all of it sounds gross. <laughs> pepperoni rolls. Forty three pepperoni rolls in ten minutes. Well, I hope they're from Vinny's. Agreed. If they're from Vinny's. I can then understand why. I can understand why he but the it. fact that I think the hard boiled egg one is the one that's just that, like, no hard boiled eggs maybe one. I like hard boiled eggs. Makes me feel like he's just swallowing them, <laughs> just sucking it down like a vacuum. It would be better if they were soft boiled. It'd be easier to eat. Really? You think yeah, so? absolutely. Because the yolk's not you know like chalky. I guess it's yeah. runny and it kind of like I mean it makes it a little bit you know yeah, runnier <laughs> for lack of being gross. <laughs> this is terrible. Have you you do you watch this? No. I've never watched this event. I've seen highlights and things like that, obviously. I've never watched this event. I've never turned it on ESPN on July 4th and have watched the Nathan's Hot Coug- Dog Eating Coug- Blaze. He's on ESPN, therefore he's an athlete. Okay. <laughs> so so was Doyle Brunson. Uh, Rain Man asked me, though, if I consider race car drivers athletes. I think the answer to that is yes. You have to be in... Ooh, see, now he's... I mean, now, there's a lot, know, he's, there's like he's a lot of you, G-Force. Though. He is baiting you, though. Because he, you're going to be like, well, he trained, they trained, look, G4s, and he's going to be like, well, so does Joey Chestnut. Well, can I say this? F1 drivers are athletes. Why is it different than NASCAR? They turn left and right. <laughs> NASCAR true. drivers just turn left for four hours. You listened to Jim Rome as a kid, didn't you? Sadly. <laughs> 713-780-ESPN. If you watch this event, why? Why is Blankers out today? Uh, 6482. His dog got sprayed by the skunks again. Oh, that would suck. Wrong answer. It's happened to him twice. Yikes. Yeah. Isn't it weird? I that's remember that, actually. I think I, I think I came in and filled in that day as well. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. Uh, have your trade deadlines hopes changed for the Astros over the last few days? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. ESPN 97.5.com. We keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it!